Hello and welcome to the PBC Yankees Podcast, a show about the greatest baseball team on earth, the New York Yankees, with your host Chris Lorenzo, joined by Thomas Wang and Jackson Treneman. Hello everybody, and thank you for tuning in to the PBC Yankees Podcast. We're just eight days away from opening day, and we have a lot of MLB news to talk about. Before we get into Yankee news, I'll turn it over to Thomas for some MLB news. What's up, guys? I hope we're all having a nice Wednesday today. We're going to get right into it. Number one, the Blue Jays. They're falling apart early. Kirby Yates, my guy, is uh, probably going to go under. Uh, probably going to undergo uh, Tommy John surgery. This is a huge hit to the Blue Jays because Kirby Yates is one of the top relievers in the league, and that lose this guy this early, it really hurts them. They're also losing Robbie Ray. For a little bit of time, he's missing his next uh, training start as he fell down the stairs while holding his child. So, I mean, hey, as long as the kid was fine, that's the most important part right now. That's all we care about. Then we got George Springer has a grade two oblique strain. So that that hurts a lot. And then MLB is probably going to have to suspend the season because the star of the MLB, the face of the MLB, Fernando Tatis Jr., is out with a left shoulder discomfort and the severity of it's not known but if he's not playing i guess the ml season mlb season can't happen no more poor mlb anyway into some real news uh trevor bauer gave up three home runs in one inning against the marlins so that was a little shocking but i mean the spring training one start really nothing too crazy that anyone's going to really be noting and then the dodger fans they troll boston with a nice little billboard right next to fenway saying Thank you, Mookie. So I found that pretty funny. And uh, yeah, now I'm going to hand it over to Jackson for some Yankee updates. Yo, what's up, guys? All right, so there's a lot of stuff going on in the MLB right now, as Thomas said. Um, and But the Yankees are going through a little bit of injuries themselves. Justin Wilson had to be pulled from the game a couple days ago. Some forearm issue. Thankfully, we just got a tweet out that... Uh, it's not anything too serious, so he should be back in the first couple weeks of the season. He may have to start on the injured list, but we have enough depth in the bullpen right now to be good enough for that. Savvy is on pace to be back probably middle of the season, July. And so far, it's been nice seeing all of our players just play every day. Like they're going on good rotations to get ready for the season. So I know Judge and Stanton, they've all been playing a bunch and no one seemed to have really any nagging injuries. I know Anduhar has been having like hand problems, so he's not going to play for a while, but that's not anything big for the major league roster. He wasn't going to make it anyway. And I saw like, you always get the tweet after every, during every game, like, oh, Gio just got hit on the hand with the ground ball. He tells the dugout he's okay. So you're going to get a little bit of that. I'm sure our guys will be banged up, but as long as it's nothing serious for right now, we should be all good. All right, now I'm going to talk about some recent player performances and stats. So Giancarlo Stan is on absolute fire right now this spring. He's hitting almost 400, and I think, in fact, he just got over 400 with a base hit earlier today. Judge has zero home runs, but he said not to worry about that because he's working on some other things in spring training, which I believe, I mean, this dude can hit a home run 500 feet if he really wants to. He's just working on the other aspects of his game. Then we have Garrett Cole against the Blue Jays a few days ago. Pitched five innings, gave up four hits, one run, 
eight strikeouts and 78 pitches, which is good to see because he's starting to ramp up the pitch count. And then Talkman yesterday went two for two with a home run and two walks. But to me, I want to talk about, I think the final two roster spots are already solidified. I think it's Jay Bruce and Tyler Wade. So no matter how well Talkman plays the rest of spring training, I don't think it's going to matter. Yeah, it's a tough situation. Early on, I would say a week ago, I was very good with it being Bruce and Wade. And then there was just a lot of reports showing that they were having Gio Urshela take some reps at shortstop, which was his natural position coming up in the minors. And if he can play a little backup shortstop, then Wade isn't necessarily needed for that. I know Wade's used for speed as well, but if he's hitting 100 or 150 like he has in these past couple years, there's no at some point, you got to treat him like a major league player. And you can't just focus on him being fast. So his spot is definitely up for grabs now. And Jay Bruce has cooled off considerably. So Talkman getting hot now and also having the defensive advantage over him by a lot doesn't exactly help his case. I would say it's really just between Bruce Wade and Talkman now. I... I Thinking about it more, Cashman will have Talkman on the roster just because he doesn't want to lose him for nothing. So if they do not have him start him on the major league roster, they have to option him to the minors, he will go to waivers and someone will pick him up. So the only way to avoid that is to add Jay Bruce to the 40-man roster to start the year. I think it's tomorrow he can opt out if he's not on the 40-man roster. Put him on the 40-man, start Mike Talkman up in the big leagues, and then make the decision a couple weeks in. There's really no other way to not lose Talkman at this point. And as much as I love what Bruce has been doing, he's still, other than his hot start, he's still, what, 36, 37. And I don't know if it's necessarily worth it to lose one of Cashman's prizes that he got for cheap early on. Yeah, definitely. So, I mean... Oh, Sorry there, Jackson, my bad. No. <laughs> anyway, yeah, just talking about Talkman and Bruce, obviously it's a tough decision, but I'm still thinking the Yankees are going to stick with Talkman. I really just – Jay Bruce, I mean, he's not a reliable outfielder, I feel like. I mean, the, there's a little uh, fact with him. He can play for his base. That's probably the reason why he's still keeping around. But at the same time, I mean, if you can play him in the outfield, is he really that needed? Like, I don't really think so. And Talkman's having having a nice spring. I mean, he's lost, uh, he's hit three homers this spring and just 26 at bats. And we've seen that with a decent amount of consistent time, Talkman can really put up numbers. And I just think he's a better option than Jay Bruce. And I think it's a nice to have younger guys on the team because Yankees like to be very veteran heaven, uh, heavy, not heaven, heaven. Uh, they're veteran heavy in, recently, and they try and they've been trying for the last couple of years to really go the youth movement and i think uh talkman's gonna be a great guy to have there so i mean jay bruce is also 33 i don't know if he's gonna be as consistent as talkman would be it's still a toss it's still gonna be a toss-up between him and bruce so we'll see and a lot of people didn't actually know that talkman was actually dealing with some shoulder injuries last year and he didn't really say anything he just kind of tried to play through it and ended up playing pretty poorly so i mean we all saw what he could do when he's healthy and especially defensively too not just offensively all right, now we have a lot of questions from fans. So the first one is, will Higgy be the personal catcher for Garrett Cole in games that really matter? I hope not. I hope that's not the case. You never want a lineup that's 
not as good as the best you can put out there. So the game I'm thinking, I mean, I'm assuming we're talking about playoff games because no regular season game will really matter for the Yankees too much. But game one of a playoff series, I, I would hope Sanchez is back there. Up until this year, he was out there every time for every game of the playoffs. I Like Boone said, Sanchez is going to catch opening day. That's when Cole's going to pitch. They're going to get to know each other a lot throughout the season. And at some point, I mean, a pitcher's just got to throw to Gary. I mean, as long as Gary's catching the balls and not dropping every single one, we need Gary in the lineup. So I would really hope that Higgy does not have to catch in any playoff games. Yeah, I agree. I mean, Higgy's a great catcher, but when you have someone like Gary Sanchez who brings that nice bat and he's also working on that defense immensely, I don't see why Gary Sanchez wouldn't be starting. The only reason I would have Higgy starting over Sanchez in any game is if Sanchez is on one of those one for 50 streaks or he's just batting like 150 the whole year and he's doing nothing. And he's really more of a burden than a help in the lineup. Yeah, I mean, I think it depends, like Thomas said, on Gary Sanchez's performance. And definitely you're going to have to see how he's playing throughout the whole season. And hopefully his defense is better and his offense is back. But, I mean, you don't want to see Higgy in the playoffs, I guess. But... If it happens, not the worst case scenario. I think he's very talented and he can hit when he needs to and he's great defensively. Then the next question is, what do the Yankees do about all the injuries in their bullpen? Yeah, so Yankees have had a decent amount of injuries with Justin Wilson, who doesn't seem like he's going to be out for that long, but it could be. We don't know exactly. Then we have Zach Britton. So but I just think Yankees embrace, as they've always done, next man up. This is what the Yankees have always done ever since uh, around 2017. It's always been next man up. Thumbs down. Let's go. I mean, like, come on. The Yankees will be fine. I mean, you saw Chapman in the back of that pen. You still got Chad Green around. And then you got you brought in Darren O'Day. You have Luis Sessa. And then you got the you got some young guys. You still can have Debbie or Herman, whichever one doesn't end up making the rotation in the pen. And then you have a, like a young guy like Nick Nelson around. I mean, I think the Yankees are going to be fine. Yeah, I agree with a lot of that. With the injuries happening to the two lefties not named Chapman, there's definitely a need for first a lefty, which I think will go to Lucas Luttage, who's been pitching very well this spring. I know he gave up his first run a couple days ago, but I think he has a spot to at least start the season. He's been a journeyman. He has been in the MLB for like five years, but he has the stuff, and if he can just have some lefty-on-lefty at-bats and do well, that'll be nice. I really loved everything I saw from Loisaga so far this spring. I've been on the Loisaga bandwagon since he first came up. I just loved his stuff. And now that he's finally starting to get it together, I feel like he could pitch in the eighth inning and I wouldn't care at all. Like I want him in those high leverage situations. So that's good. And then the tough question is, do we, right now, Herman has the fifth spot. That's obvious. Debbie just got shelled again today. So Herman has the fifth spot. What to do with Debbie now? It's a little bit, I, I wrote an article about this. And I wanted him to go down to the alternate side or minors rather than be like a long man in the in the bullpen for right now. I just think for his development, we need him to be a starter in the future. Guys like Schmidt and uh, Michael King, they can be more bullpen guys and it wouldn't be the end of the world. But I feel like for Davy, the sky's the limit. So we really need him to get him right and get him on a starter schedule and not just have him throwing and blowout games, whether we're up or we're down and not an important issue 
innings, I just feel like that won't be great for his development. We had a lot of guys, so I think it's okay to start him down in the minors and just trust with the other guys that we have currently. Yeah, I definitely agree with that, but I think that we kind of need Debbie, especially with this many guys going down, and if another guy or two goes down, to pitch two or three innings every few days or maybe just pitch one inning and become a normal bullpen guy for now. Because if we have an injury to a starter, he can just slot right in there and start two for us. Yeah, it's just a little bit difficult when you are going to be preparing to be a long reliever. You do not do anything similar in terms of warming up for your start every five days because pitchers are on very, very serious programs, whether they throw one day, they rest one day, bullpen one day. And when you have guys like Nick Nelson and Luis Sessa, those are the guys that can mop up the innings. We don't need them pitching in the eighth inning all the time. So if especially if we have some of these young guys, and King, like throw King in that role. We don't need to ruin Garcia's development. And because what what's King going to be doing? King King's not going to pitch in the ninth, so he can just throw those long innings and whatever happens happens. Because when he's pitching, the game's not going to matter either one way or the other. We're not throwing him in legit innings. Yeah, I mean, pitchers like as Jackson was saying, they ver- they follow a very strict schedule, and some pitchers are not able to really go from being a full time starter to becoming a full time bullpen guy. Or thinking about the um, or thinking about long relieving. That's something that a lot of pitchers do struggle with, and that's why the opener sometimes just doesn't work because some starters just can't come in in the third and really go through that. So I mean, at least with the Yankees, I think that as long as you have uh, Jonathan Lazagia and then you have uh, Luis Sessa on the roster, uh, I think you're fine because both of those guys can go long innings and as a reliever, and they both can start too. So I really don't see an issue. I think it would be better to have Debbie on an alternate site developing a little bit more. And then maybe when we hit the all-star break and looking at the rotation, then we can call him up or something. Next question. Which Yankee has impressed you the most during this spring training? I would say it's a tie between Gary and Stanton. Just their abilities to... And this is getting rid of all stats. I know Gary, he just got up to like a 222 with he's like two for two today and Stanton also has a hit. So... Stanton's average is at 400, Gary's at 200, but I really don't care about the stats. I really just care about how they look at the plate. When I watch them, it looks like they have good at-bats. I can't really say that about everyone currently. Hicks and Judge, you sometimes they do, sometimes they don't, but I feel like Gary has been extremely focused, and there's been no crazy defensive issues. He throws out everyone, so that's obviously a plus for his defense. And for everything just coming into camp just – I remember Casman made that comment, like, why was he confused when he got benched? I think it was very clear. So there was a lot of back and forth going on between the front office and Gary. He thought he should be playing. They thought he shouldn't. I think it's a very good thing that he's came into spring. He's kind of silenced the critics and just back to doing what he does. As a catcher, you're not going to hit 300. That's not going to happen. So if you can get to 240 and hit a bunch of homers and play some good defense, that's what's going to make him an elite catcher again. And I think he's on pace to do that from the spring. I definitely agree there. I mean, Gary Sanchez has looked very nice. So Stanton, at least for me, who's someone who's impressed me is Nick Nelson. Uh, he's been pitching very well this spring. I mean, he's a 1.04 ERA in eight and two-thirds innings. So, I mean, he's only given up one run this whole entire spring training. And he's someone that we're definitely going to be using this year in the pen. So I can't wait to see what he does. And, yeah, I feel good about Nick Nelson right now. 
Yeah, for me, it's been Domingo Armand, just because how much time he's had off. He's had off like 19 months from not playing baseball. He's been pitching really well. He has this spring training, he has nine innings pitched, five hits, no earned runs, 13 strikeouts. So obviously, ERA is zero. But he looks like his old self back out there, like out there. And it looks, it's pretty fun to watch. I mean, he, he wasn't that dominant, but he had a ton of wins and he pitched a lot of innings and got some strikeouts for us. Then the last question is, who will be the face of the Yankees in five years? This is a very tough question. With a team like the Yankees, you're always going to have six to seven guys who could be the face of any team in the league, whether it be the big power guys like Judge or Stanton. Well, Stanton will be on the team in five years, Judge, hopefully. <laughs> but then you got the pitchers, Cole. But all these guys are going to be like in their mid-30s. So usually face of teams are like, late 20s or something like that so Torres could be an option I'm gonna go with Luis Severino just because Yankee fans will remember him from when he first came up with them then there was like a three-year period where he didn't really pitch at all which was the last two years and probably this year a majority of this year and then he's gonna come back and I think he's just gonna get right back into sight on form and he's gonna be fan favorite and everything so I would say in five years Luis Severino will be the face of the Yankees yeah, like Jackson was saying, this is such a tough question. I mean, who knows where the Yankees are going to be in five years. Hopefully, they're still competitive. Hopefully, they still have a nice roster, but who knows? I mean, we take it a year at a time. But if I had to put money on it, I would say Gleyber Torres or Aaron Judge, one of those guys. I think both of them are going to be around for a long time. And I think, yeah, I just think those guys are probably, at least right now, they're probably some of the biggest fan favorites on the team right now. And as long as they can stay healthy and maintain the reduction, I don't see why they want to be leading this team in five years. So I would like to say that a 33 or 34-year-old Aaron Judge would be the captain and that he would be signed to a long-term contract. But if not him, obviously Cole is an option. I mean, we have him for a ton more years. But I thought about Jason Dominguez just because he'll be up in 2023, 2024. And he's supposed to be a stud. You see who the who he's being compared to, Mickey Mantle, Mike Trout. And I don't want to put that kind of pressure on him, but if he comes up and he's even close to that good, he's going to be for the Yankees the whole time, and he might be a captain himself in the future. No, yeah, definitely. I think the sky's the limit for Dominguez. It's a little scary when we're thinking about five years and that after those five years, in five years, Maybe he has two years of service time under the under his belt. So it's definitely going to be a slow process for him. I don't think there's not a lot of guys that come in like Acuna, Tatis, and Soto and just automatically are MVP caliber people. Hopefully he is. And if he is, then he'll be the face. Just like Soto, Acuna, and Tatis are the face of their team. So there's so many guys. It's a, it's a bright future. Definitely a bright future for the Yankees. And Jason's only uh, 18, too. So, I mean, and the kid, uh, I love, it just annoys me that he's very hyped up and I do love it, but the kid hasn't had a pro at bat ever. Like, he's getting all this hype just from what he, like in a batting practice or something. But, I mean, he, we haven't even seen him in a real game yet. Like, no pro ball whatsoever under his belt. So, we're going to have to see what he can do. And then, yeah, five years, he could be the guy, or five years, he could just be some guy. Who knows?
Yeah, definitely a big challenge coming right into the you're being compared to these guys, and then you have to go into the New York market, which will not be kind on him as Stanton and Sanchez and Sonny Gray can all tell you. It's <laughs> not that easy. Shout out Jacoby Ellsbury too. I don't, don't oh, forget yeah. about you. <laughs> oh boy, Jacoby Ellsbury. All right, well, thank you guys for listening, and we'll see you next Wednesday, which is actually just one day before the season opener versus Toronto. That's going to be exciting. Can't wait. See you guys later. Peace. Peace.